pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Okay, it's 1.03pm on March the 8th. It's One Life Left. We're live at GDC. Good afternoon. Welcome back to One Life Left, broadcasting live on Resonance 104.4 FM and across the halls of GDC 2012. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And broadly, we are doing this on autopilot because we are ruined. Did you have a nice time last night, Steve? I had a phenomenal time last night from beginning to end. Last night was uh, the One Life Left party featuring Venus Patrol and Wild Rumpus. Um, ask Anne to tell you about the joke she made about Venus Patrol last night. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, we should explain as well that we have an amazing uh, lineup of guests today, two of whom have arrived already, and we assume the rest are going to arrive at some point during the next hour. If they don't, Simon has a mic and he will be grabbing people. First, please welcome Matt from Harmonics. Hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. It's nice to see you again. It's been too long. It has. Eight, eight hours too long. Is it eight hours? <laughs> and secondly, please welcome Nathan from Cafe. Hi, Hello, Nathan. everybody. Hi, Nathan. How's it going? Is it okay to abbreviate your company's name like that? It seems a bit unfair. We actually, we, we hope that people do that. Really? Can we abbreviate it even further? Let's keep like, going. Like car? Yeah. C. Like it's called C. car. Yeah, C. Exactly. Nathan from the C, the C word. Actually, that sounds pretty rad, too. I'll, I'll take that. We can do that. Are you having um, the best GDC you've ever had? Other than this hangover, yeah, it's been the most, like, last night was uh, one of the craziest things that I've ever been a part of, um, so that was pretty awesome. The, where, where were you? Uh, it started out at the IGF Awards, and then it went through to the Developer's Choice Awards, and then after party at the, the One Life Left party, and then after after party, and then like 5 a.m. Denny's. Uh, oh, that no, was a Denny's, no. no, we tried that. Denny's is new to us as was, English people. There we... was actually people having sex in the bathroom <gasps> in Denny's. No. At 5 a. Oh, yeah. Who? No. Uh, Will, I, was, was it was Will that the most amazing thing that you were a part of? They, they, they walked out of the, the bathroom. No. Were they and, wearing badges? Uh, no, they weren't wearing badges at all. But they Very asked, clever. They asked, Take your badges off. <laughs> she asked me if I needed help, and I kindly said no and uh, that was the end of my did that. it look like they were a legitimate couple or were they oh, I, I, I guess if you're having sex in the toilets of Denny's yeah that's probably not gonna this probably like, doesn't sound that you either much. have zero intimacy or so much intimacy <laughs> yeah <laughs> or you're just busy like yeah. you know you're hungry and you're, you're feeling sexy yeah. <laughs> Do you you're know trying what? to kill two birds with one stone Lee Alexander asked me to go to Denny's yesterday. No. Lee Alexander was there at Denny's. No, she was, she was not having sex. That was not what I'm saying. Uh, she, we were there was a two. Hey, but is, is it what you're not saying? Yeah, are you two saying that Lee Alexander can't have sex? <laughs> I think that's up to her. So it's it's not a euphemism then. No. Do you want to go to Denny's tonight? There, oh yeah, it is now. Because we we uh, all Red went Rice to Denny's the other now. night, didn't Red we? Rice anyway, was also in the washroom when that happened. So. <laughs> If you guys if you guys have talked to Greg Rice from Double Fine, he will corroborate my story. Well, talking of Double Fine, <laughs> after party at the Marriott. Yes. 
See, we were all, we were at the exact same places last night up until a certain point, but I didn't ever yeah, meet you. If only we could, that's kind of sad. If only we could have bumped into each other in the toilets of Denny. Yeah, <laughs> everything would have been solved. So, Anne, you said uh, you've got a joke about the One Life Left Venus Patrol party or something. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh. I, I don't. I absolutely do not have a joke. Okay. Yeah, sorry. That's okay. So, Simon, what, you, what were you referring to? I'm referring to the joke that Anne cannot repeat. It was invented at the sweet party last night. It was very, very funny. Chris Graft liked it. Chris Graft. Okay, uh, that says so much. <laughs> so, so this is One Life Left live from GDC. Uh, we should explain that that is the Game Developers Conference. In case you haven't heard one of our previous broadcasts, Game Developers Conference, very, very important thing. Perhaps the most important thing in the uh, gaming calendar, right, Nathan? I, I think it's pretty darn important. And it's also like a giant group hug at the same time, which is really nice. If you're feeling crappy, GDC tends to really solve that problem. We are feeling crappy. Yeah. So let's solve that problem. Yeah. Especially after 6 p.m. Yes. Yes. You, you feel crappy again uh, <laughs> from, from about 10 to 4. Yes. But and Matt, you, you, you seem a bit perky. Have you been to see anything today? Um, I, I had some meetings this morning. I see. What were they about? Secret things. Right. Denny's. What, 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 yeah, but what secret things? Good secret things. <laughs> things that people right, we're will to want work to on play. You, aren't we? During the during the hour, so do do we have a plan of action for the hour? Or are we just uh, rolling with the people? Well, we usually start the show with news, so okay. we should uh, we should find out what the show news is. Yes, good idea. Uh, I've noticed, by the way, there are no T-shirts being handed out today. No, a man was shouting. Uh, so yesterday, Simon had quite a problem getting a T-shirt because he's uh, media. He has a media badge. They wouldn't give T-shirts away to media. Today, a man was shouting very loudly, "Free GDC T-shirts." For all badges. Really? Yeah. Missed out. Missed out big time. Well, maybe we can try and get a T-shirt off a man for Simon. Or a, or a lady. Or, or anyone. I, I, I don't know. Sunlight stars. We should pull a sky we forced to find. Live from GDC 2012. And we've got a new guest as well who's just pulling up a chair right now. It's Cindy from Kickstarter. Cindy, yell into the mic. Hi. You're going to have to talk very, very close to the mic because we've got the turn down very, very low so that uh, people do that. Uh, Cindy, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. We're all feeling a bit rough today, so you might have to carry the show. Oh, no. So, can you talk for 50 minutes, please? We've got about 50 minutes left. Just just, just go. I have a monologue prepared, if that's all right. <laughs> that's yeah. good. Nathan, you went to the awards last night. What happened? Um, were you up for any? We were. Okay. So, for us, uh, we on the IGF side, uh, we were the game. We had the game that was chosen by Microsoft to win the XBLA IGF prize. Which wow. uh, for uh, it started out as a game jam game that three of the guys in our studio made for fun, and we kept making it. And then the next thing you know, it turned into this rad, crazy game that. Uh, Which game is that? It's called Super Time Force, um, and it's a uh, yeah, it's like a pixel art platformer meets Contra meets Braid, but it's also like a lot about 
uh, you know, guys from our studio making stuff that they care about. So the, the artist, Vic, uh, he's been with us since, you know, for six years, um, and I think is one of the most talented pixel artists and really approaches pixel art from, like, you know, it's not it's not just nostalgia. It's, it's about, like, defining its own style and, and taking art that people associate with, like, Nintendo and taking it the next step forward. So he also runs a website called uh, vixels.net, V-I-X-E-L-S dot net, and it's, it basically he takes, he, does, he draws portraits of people in pixel format. Uh, and it's, anyways, I could blabber on about how rad this cat is. <laughs> Please so that do, was, if you could that, fill in the next 48 minutes, that's yeah. fine. So that was the, the first part of the awards show for us. Um, really amazing to see Fez win Grand Prize, really amazing to see... Uh, Spelunky win design um, some of my favorite games of all time I and mean, really there was everybody that won really deserved to win and made some of like really proved out how amazing independent games were in, in 2011 uh, Fez won the grand prize and you Anne tried to push Phil Fish over <laughs> yeah yes that happened um, not, not well kind of because he won I thought he deserved being taken down a peg or two yeah. he was a bit up in himself last night you know oh I'm the big man so yeah we tried to push him over and then said sorry the most so I think that's okay sounds good um, so w- were there any uh, surprises or upsets at the awards um, what was the biggest controversial incident of the night I, I don't know I think, I think there's a couple of really interesting things with the Game Developers Choice Awards the first was half of the awards at the Game Developers Choice were won by small independent studios so it was this really awesome split between like the, the Skyrims and the, the the big projects and the small projects like ours, like Sword and Sorcery, uh, or you know, like Johann Sebastian Joust, um, and it to me uh, like there's there's a weird thing about the like you know really really big versus really really small, and I think a awards ceremony like that kind of reminds everybody that like it's all the same space. Hmm. Scope isn't what we're talking about anymore. We're talking about quality and we're talking about like showing how varied the you know, games as culture really is because if, if you can do a, like a real world game, a big game like Joust, and have it compete in the same category as you know AAA box retail projects, I mean, I love that kind of stuff. I love that diversity, and I think it's. I was really just in shock almost that that's like, holy shit! How did we end up here so almost so fast? And is that why you tried to push Philfish <laughs> over? It was it Joust? Yeah, it was pretty much. No, it wasn't Joust. It was just for fun. Oh. <laughs> okay, I understand. Okay. But I think that is a watershed moment for the industry. I mean, for for a long time, I feel like we we we've been in a place that was similar to like early Hollywood studio system, where uh, you know you had the same sort of people who were for like, like working for one single studio, and to an extent, the like with 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 exceptions, of course. Um, the the quality of the game you were making or the movie you were making was like contingent on the budget, um, and I think we've 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 bypassed that with wonderful tools um, and all sorts of creative people who are empowered by new ecosystems and uh, awesome tools that make making games a lot easier. Absolutely, and even segue even ways of finding interesting ways to fund games. Well <laughs> done, that's beautiful. Do you like the segue call? listening to One Life Left live from GDC 2012 and I've just been delivered some food by Martin Hollis. Who's <laughs> looking very uh, chipper this morning. So chipper. I say this morning, it's this afternoon. Oh yeah. <laughs> so so here we are. It's, it's, it's picking up a bit, I feel. Yep. I think it's picking up. Why, why is our music okay. changed to Womanizer? 
don't know. Is that just in my head? <laughs> Some of us can hear it. Feels yeah. like it is. Uh, okay, uh, so Cindy, thank you so much for coming on to the show. Uh, thanks for having me. And, and you're not feeling the best, and we're not feeling the best either. So. I saw a doctor this morning, and she said I don't have pneumonia yet. Yet. Let's see. Let's see what oh, we can do to change no, that. It's all right. <laughs> Forty. Forty-three minutes uh, left. So, Cindy, you're from uh, Kickstarter. That's right. Uh, we uh, and you're you're at uh, GDC. Presume this. You said this was your first GDC. Yeah, it is my first GDC. How are you finding it? It's amazing. It's very interesting. Um, I've never been to a conference quite like this. I've done a lot of uh, like game fan conventions, which is obviously a much different uh, crowd and a little different atmosphere. So it's kind of cool to uh, be in an, in an environment where everyone around you is in the industry making games, a part of making the stuff that people love to play. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'm, I'm more on the fan side of things, so you know I'm just kind of walking around with my eyes wide open, my mouth, you know, like, whoa. How many... Uh... <laughs> Cool. How, how many projects have been funded through Kickstarter out here? Do you know? Oh, oh. I just sort of walk around and go, yep, we made that huh. happen. That's yeah. a good question. I'm not, I'm not sure what the tally would be. Um, I know that we've, we've funded uh, many game projects total. We've had over a thousand game projects go live and launch. And about a little under half of those have been funded. So wow. the chances are there's probably a good number out here. Yeah. yeah. I just uh, I talked to... Uh, Justin, who's making FTL, and uh, I saw FTL at uh, in Shanghai uh, when I was out there, and was like, "This thing is bloody crazy," (laughs) and I I was pretty sure it was gonna like you know really speak to a a section of gamers, and then I pop on Kickstarter and it's eight times funded now or something. Yeah, they're I think like seventy thousand or something. It's it's amazing. Yeah, they're doing real well. So so obviously, Kickstarter funds a a broad array of of projects. I mean, Mm -hmm. like what? How do how do games compare out of the sort of percentage of the of the, of the things that you help create? Yeah, uh, games are are pretty healthy. So you know, I think since since Kickstarter has been around, about eight million dollars have been pledged to game projects. Um, film is our biggest category. Okay. So just to make it, to kind of do a comparison, uh, fifty million has been pledged to film projects. Right, right. But only eight million games. Eight and all million of that games. went to Tim Schafer, didn't it? <laughs> Quite a bit has gone to Tim Shaver. <laughs> you must have been, as a fan uh, of games, you must have been so excited about oh, the uh, double fine thing. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of go to work every day with like a stupid grin on my face now. <laughs> you see, uh, we, I, I uh, remember being on the internet on the uh, day all that kicked off, and there were yeah. photos of the double fine office and yeah. photos of the Kickstarter office yes. as well. Everyone, everyone celebrating. Yeah. Um, I. I always expected some point I've got lots of friends at Double Fine I expected to see their offices at some point first hand uh-huh. never had yeah until last night oh wow yeah we um did we we didn't break in did we no a man definitely let us in <laughs> and he, he was a man who worked there wasn't he Matt it was me oh did you, did you take us there no I, I let you in okay <laughs> thanks um do you regret that decision not at all no <laughs> So that was uh, that was after the sweet party last night. We got invited to an after after party uh, at Double Fine's offices. Yep. What was going on there, Simon? Am I allowed to talk about it? I don't think you are. <laughs> they were be- they were very specifically saying that you could not talk about some of the things. The that specific we saw thing. There. Okay. Matt and I were, were playing a game, and it's fair to say that game's not been released yet. I don't think. <laughs> no, we, we, we were we were playing a game that has been released. Um, but we were playing bits of that game that, that don't exist. I bought that game. Uh, we were playing Happy Action Theater. It was quite good. We were. The, the we normal, were... regular version of, right. of that game. Yeah. That's all we were doing. Right. Most natural thing in the world. Just, just, just <laughs> some guys, just some guys hanging out at Double Fine, playing video games. And what were you doing, Simon? Yeah, I, th- I think you brought out the worst in us. You were it? doing the snake. And also you kicked a cup. We, 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 we call the snake the worm in America. <laughs> Do we call it the worm in England? Oh, yeah. I, I, um, and, and then all of Double Fine left. <laughs> and then the lights no, no, went out. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are we going back there tonight, Matt? We, we may well end up okay. back there. We may well end up back there. Uh, I, I've seen, uh, I've seen uh, many a party end up there uh, with uh, some, I guess... Most recently, they, they, they had a, a, a pickup band that just decided to, to start playing after they've, they've been out partying for wow. a bit. Wow. Um, they're, they're, they're a fun-loving group. But, you know, you th- we actually we, we stayed. 
and and uh, I made sure that that, that all of the, uh, the the glasses that had been uh, kicked over in our in our happy fun action theater time were uh, were put in the sink. So um, I think I think we'll be welcome back. Okay. I'd rather not test that. I don't think. <laughs> like, let's just agree that we would be let back and talk and talk no more about it. Life left live from the show floor at GDC. We're having a good time. Things are picking up, I think. Hope so. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this couldn't get much. Much. Uh, Basically, I think well. sometimes, Simon, the only way, the way, only way on is through, and to do that, we have to sort of take the things that we've done last night, and we have to admit to them. About and sort of you remember them. You know, some of those things involve worms and right. snakes and dance yeah. moves that. It was good. It was a good time. We've been joined by some more guests, which is great. Hello. Hello. How are you? Who are you? Uh, I'm Doris. Hello, um, Doris. Raj. I am at DePaul University, Chicago. Uh, my name's Arthur Mortega from Chicago, an independent producer. We met you last night, Arthur, didn't yes, we? Yes, at the fun, fun party. Yeah. Was I doing the worm? Or the snake? <laughs> you, were, you were trying to pole dance. Oh, no, that. <laughs> didn't you say didn't you tell me that you were going to try and get a collection of game developers pole dancing yeah that's knows, what yeah. That, that is one of on, our on your phone photos of that yeah they are currently on twitter i'm so glad that i did not <laughs> my experiences in denny's were sound right. like they sound tame um right did you pole dance with us I it was rather. I mean, it was it was it was rudimentary pole dancing. Yeah. It wasn't an actual pole. It was a microphone stand, wasn't it? No, no, no. But no, all you need is something that goes straight up. That's right. all you need for pole and dancing. And you and Anne invented a new move. You and Katie invented the Matrix. Yes. Oh. <laughs> uh, right. So, that's enough about us. Uh, so we so we we met you around a pole. That's where we meet all of our best guests. <laughs> um, and you explained what you were doing. We said, "Come on the show." Yes. yes. And here you are. I was telling you about zombie yoga. Zombie yoga. Yeah. For the connect right so, so tell us some more about that so i'll let the uh person that totally came up with the idea say a few words on that so uh, doris you want to go ahead you're too kind arthur <laughs> yeah well zombie yoga came to me in my dreams and i thought how awesome would it be if you could fight zombies with yoga poses right so what's the warrior for right you do it you freeze zombies in place and you make a way for yourself in the subway for example <laughs> Excellent. And yeah. so it's still in it's still in de- development. It is still in development. And you've been having meetings here about... Yeah, and you've been having meetings here, like, so, so when's it coming out? It is, well, we set a deadline for ourselves, and that's very scary because it's in the fall of 2012, okay. which is approaching rapidly, and we want to submit it to IGF. We have a big student team working on it, about almost 20 people. It's scary. Uh, and we have the first tech demo done, and we are going on to two more levels, and then we submit it all over the place and hope to generate some, some hype around it. Cool. And so um, what's the reaction been to those that you've been showing it to? The what? What's, what's the reaction been to those that you've been showing it to or, or, the, or the meetings you've been having at GDC? From, from puzzlement to awesomeness. Really? <laughs> Great. So, so, so yoga strikes me as quite a, uh, a stress-free occupation and fighting zombies seems to be quite a high yeah. stress. Conceptions can be deceiving. Really? 
<laughs> okay, I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I know I look very limber, but I'm not a yoga expert. Uh, do, don't those things clash? Isn't there some dissonance there? Yes, that's what we want. It's a little ah. edgy. So you use the more active part of yoga because the poses are very empowering. And it's not an exercise game. It uses the poses as symbolical actions and not a sequence of, of flow yoga or something. And with those actions, you can produce a protective bubble around yourself or make a way for yourself, balance yourself in an unstable situation, stuff like that. So it's not hand-to-hand combat, but it uses these poses um, to still change the game world around you actively. I guess this comes back to something that Nathan was saying earlier before you arrived, that it's so great that um, video games range these days from something like that all the way through to the things like Gears of War and then games like yours somewhere in the middle, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the I, answer. I, I would define Cappy as in the middle of zombie yoga and Gears of War. <laughs> exactly. And, and Cindy, the work that you're doing is helping support some of that, like getting more of these left field yeah, projects off the of, ground. Um, a lot of unusual games coming out of Kickstarter. Um, you know, the, the zombie yoga reminds me of this game, Zombies Run, yeah, which happened, which was a really successful project, and they just released uh, the app, which is, it is a fitness game, but, you know, again, using zombies to motivate you to move, to move, period. Yeah, in this case, to run. <laughs> um, but I think a lot of these uh, uh, storytelling games are getting a lot of traction in a lot of ways that people weren't expecting. Um, and just seeing a lot of the, you know, student projects even take off in ways that I don't think they'd expected was possible and not have to, you know, uh, go work for someone else for a while, but to just go straight out of school and be able to work on your own project, I think is fantastic. We, you, sorry. Can I, can I, sorry, I have a question because we haven't actually mm. even really met until yeah. right now, but I, I, I love everything about what's happening through Kickstarter. <laughs> but I, I wonder if, if you think that, like, part of the success of projects on Kickstarter is tied to, like somebody trying to do something that they actually could not do somewhere else like where like like I look at whether it's all the, from Double Fine Adventure all the way down to an FTL or to a zombie run or um, do you think that part of the motivation for people getting behind it is because they know that this is the way that this happens like if, if we can support this, something that wouldn't have never happened will happen. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, people like knowing that they made something happen that couldn't otherwise have, have come into being. It's very empowering. Um, and so when, you know, when people back a project, it's not just, you know, here's five bucks. It's, here's five bucks, and now my money's actually doing something. It's creating something, and that's a very cool feeling, I think. I just had a long discussion with a, a business person about the importance of building and how that, like, you feel like in games, like, a lot of your time is spent building something. It's building art, it's building sound, it's building tech, it's, it's building a, a design. But it's really awesome to have a, the funding side of it to be building as well. And that's, I mean, I, mean, I feel like that's, again, like, we keep coming back to, like, you know, IGF and, and GDC last night, like, expanding games culture and stuff. And it's, it's actually, like, really crazy that we're talking about funding as a component of like almost games culture now so mm-hmm. that's I don't know that three years ago if you would have told me that was going to happen I would have probably thought you were crazy <laughs> it, is, it, is, it is funny because money used to be a dirty word in the games industry like people would sort of go you know they would they would take the mickey out of money men or, or say that they, they, they had poor motivation and all that sort of thing but you've, you've, you've managed to turn that on its head you're, you're actually right you're like, people feel that they are doing something yeah. um, do you follow all of your projects like how 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 aware are you of all the... I'm about to ask you about Idle Thumbs and how they've got loads of money and how we can do that. <laughs> about... Idle Thumbs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they're, a, they're a podcast. We're yeah. a radio show. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's better, a podcast or a radio show? Oh, whoa. Um. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. What's better, a podcast or a radio show that's also a podcast? <laughs> well, two is better than one. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah. fair to and say. And three of us, yeah, so, well, so even more better than that. Um, so, they've raised quite a lot money to, to buy an office i understand what yeah really? to get an office and to, to come back oh. um <laughs> what tips have you got for a radio show that's also a podcast and how we <laughs> we could raise money um do you guys have fans well i don't know do you, do you like you us need to? <laughs> <laughs> you seem pretty cool 
one. You've, right, got, you've got one new fan. Imagine if we took money off Kickstarter. <laughs> Let's do that. Can you please just give us a dollar? I'm being really serious. Do you have change for a fan? Yes, yes. Okay. Right, while we sort that out, uh, we're going to play some music. listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Also streamed on the internet, we are a radio show and a podcast. It's no big deal. Do you call that like a radio cast or a podcast? Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe that's the key to monetizing what we do, is coming up with a, a brand name. And also, Simon did make you know an interesting point there, which is that uh, Idle Thumbs got given money to, uh, to get an office and to come back. Right. So, so maybe we need away. to go away. <laughs> Would you pay us to go away? So, Cindy, last night uh, we were giving away some buttons. Uh, I've got this one here. It's the Wild Rompus. It's sort of a low-value one. But for a dollar, you could, you could have this, this, this badge. Dollar. That's your reward. Right. That's your reward. Right. What else do I do? Well, I've, I've got another badge. This is the Venus Patrol one. Venus Patrol was somewhat part of the party that we organised last and if, night. if you give us two dollars, we'll give you the Wild Rumpus badge, the Venus Patrol badge, and Anne will whisper the joke she made about <laughs> Venus Patrol, which we can't say on air. It's a good joke. Okay. It's a good joke. Okay. That, that's that, that's Kickstarter ethos, isn't it? Bringing people into a club of creators. Uh, for three dollars, we'll make you an executive producer of this show. <laughs> Um. We'll give you a credit. You can put that on LinkedIn. It's gold. Yeah. And gold. We'll, we'll, we'll endorse it. Yes. yes. For, for, no, for $5, we will rename the show. <laughs> for, for $6, we'll take Chris Graff's name off the podcast. <laughs> uh, he'll never know. He'll never know. Do any of those appeal to you? Zombie uh, Yoga will give you $1 while we sign out of here. Oh, <laughs> are you right, Are you yes. off? Yes. Uh, well, we'll exchange. So you only want the wild one run plus yes. in... Congratulations. I'm seriously putting $1 on the table. There we go. We are kickstarting ourselves. You are listening to One Life Left. We are finally, after six years of doing the radio show, monetizing. One dollar. Oh, we've lost it to Nathan, our publisher. Thank you very much. Just Thanks taking so it off much. the desk. So, substituting in for our new friends and uh, backers... Uh, although, although with this dollar on the table, it does look like we're begging, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it really does. Yeah. It does. Uh, Tim, do you want to come and join us? Now, uh, uh, Tim, uh, Tim Rogers, just tried to be a bit casual about that, like he wasn't queuing to come on the show, and said, said, yeah, sure, why not? I'm just passing through, just hanging out. Uh, how are you doing, Tim? Are you having a nice GDC? I'm having a half decent GDC. Half, half decent. Are you trying to play this cool as well? Are you having the best GDC you've ever had? We're all about passion here. That's one of our Kickstarter ethos buzzwords. I think, I think I had a fantastic GDC once. I don't know about this GDC, though. I'm just generally tired. Upbeat, Tim. Upbeat. Pick it up. How could, it, how could we improve it for you? Uh... You got a bottle of water? Yes. I could, I could use half a bottle drunk, of water. though. I we have a bottle of water, and for ten dollars, ten dollars, <laughs> we have a bottle of yeah. wine. We do actually have a bottle of wine. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Uh, I've got a thousand Indonesian rupees. Hey, how much is that worth, Tim? I think four or five cents. <laughs> it's, it's better than it's nothing. Got to go with the machete on it. You see? <laughs> that's that's pretty cool. So, Tim, why why are you at GDC? Why are you hanging around here? Well, I'm at GDC. What? Because I got a pass for free and. <laughs> would you go to anything just because it's free there's a toilet over there okay. Mo- lots of things would you like to go to Denny's no I did not want to go to Denny's not with me if it, is it free 
<laughs> There's a certain cost pay. attached. Yeah. <laughs> will I pay right away or, can, or eventually? You'll pay, pay after eventually. a visit to the doctors a few days later. <laughs> I haven't been to Denny's in several days. Tim, you've right, made it. That's you denying the rumour. Basically, Nathan spied um, a couple from GDC having sex in Denny's toilets yesterday. Oh, man, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. That wasn't me. <laughs> Tim, you made a video yeah, game, didn't you? From GDC, yeah, I sure I did. How's, I just like to how, differentiate. I would like to differentiate. We have very different libel laws back yes. in the UK. Don't worry. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. How, how's your video game life working out? It's working out okay. We is it is it as good as the writing life? What's better, making video games or talking about them? Well, I maybe a lot of people don't know this, but I I once I wrote an article on Kotaku about how I like designing video games and thinking of video game stuff and I got pretty let's not even bother talking about that let's, <laughs> I've actually been working in the in the video game industry is that the word for like a couple of years I work on stuff I you know do things here and there I I, uh, I tell people stuff sucks you know they ask me they, they give me money to sit in their office and tell them if their game sucks. Consultancy. If it doesn't, like, suggest what makes it better. So, but which do you prefer, writing about video games or making video I've, games? I've never actually gotten paid for writing about video games. Never? I want to, uh, I mean, I, people seem to think that I, I draw, like, a monthly salary uh, writing okay, about video games. Okay, we have a pen and some paper and one dollar. <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> yeah. So we can make uh, this happen for you. You can get paid to write something about video games today. Okay, what do you want me to write? Uh, something about video games? Let me think. Give me, give me a couple of minutes to okay, think. Okay, sure. Here. Okay, good. Um, you have to give me a topic. You have to give me an assignment. Like, ask me to review something. Interesting. Maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll think of that. I have a bunch of... Uh, like, what I do, the way I write is I just think of sentences that I think are funny. And I just dump them into a document. And then I eventually... That's about it. So are you going to give us an example of some sentences? Well, they're all in there, but I'm, I'm writing an article for Gama Sutra about GDC. So. And they're not paying you? I don't know. Maybe you should find ask, out. You should like, definitely ask them. I've got, I've got other sources of, of income. I heard. Denny's. <laughs> This is uh, One Life Left, live from GDC. The sound you can hear in the background is Nathan. He is disappearing. Thanks very much to, for having me on the show. Oh, you guys you are, are you're fun, exceptional. Like you all. You've helped us recover a little bit today. I'm sure we'll catch you later. But yeah, we have someone around. subbing in for Nathan. Hello. Hi. What's your name and where do you come from? Zach Barth from Zachtronics Industries, makers oh. of Spacecam. Welcome. Uh, we have your business card here, and the back of your business card has some quotes on it. Yes. You can't read that one, it's got a swear in That's it. That's a novel, novel <laughs> approach. Oh, yeah. Your business card's quite offensive. It's got the S word on it. Who said that? Michael Rose, IndieGames.com. He said, a thoroughly rewarding experience with more holy S moments than there are elements of the periodic table. Uh, and Quinton Smith, who we know. We do know Quins. Friend of the show. Says this game is incredible. I think I might have just received one of the year's best indie games in the first week of 2011. Said Quinn Smith on Rock Paper Shotgun. Welcome. Thank you. Um, I played Space Chem. I found it very difficult. Yeah, you're not the only one. Does that mean that I'm not as clever as Quentin or Michael Rose? Probably on par. Right. It's it's the hard game. Space Chem's a, a, a puzzle game. Yes. And uh, it's it's one of those games that gets in your head, right? Yeah, you, absolutely. You, you can't get rid of it, and suddenly your whole day has gone. <laughs> is that right? Yes, absolutely. So is that what your 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 intention was? You uh, were you were not, setting out to design something that destroys people's lives? Not at all. 
we just sort of uh, did not judge correctly how hard it would be <laughs> and what people were looking for in a game. But then it was too late. But, but it's also done very well, hasn't it? It was out yes. on PC initially, and I, did it come to iPad? Yes. Right. Yep. And... Uh, yeah, uh, it's, 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 it's done well enough. Are you going to bring it to any other formats? Uh, probably not. Okay. Uh, possibly Android in the future. Depending, we have a lot of stuff going on that's not Space Game related, so it depends on how things go. So tell us about the uh, development process. How did, where did it come from? And how? Because to me, Space Game is a brilliant idea, but it's the sort of idea that without you know, modern funding methods like Cindy's Kickstarter uh, is a really difficult thing to get off the ground. Um, so Space Cam is, in terms of design, it's sort of an extension of some games that I'd made previously. I made a flash game called The Codex of Alchemical Engineering, which was a, a similar kind of thing where you, you have atoms and you build a machine that connects them together and builds something that it tells you to build. So design-wise, it's really it's an extension of that turned into a, a fully-blown game. Uh, in terms of how we produced it... Uh, so. I was actually working at a, like a full-time job that had nothing to do with Space Chem at the time when I was making it and just moonlighting on it with a couple of the people that I worked with and some people that I knew and some people from the internet. And we worked together in our spare time to make it, make it a thing and then sold it. I mean, it really strikes me as, as a game that embodies the indie dream. Do you think that's fair? I, th- I think so. It's a very, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a very sort of um, uh, targeted, focused product that yes. is just one vision. Yes. And you don't care if anyone else likes it. You're just making it for yourselves. I'd like it if more people liked it. <laughs> and destroying people's lives. <laughs> yes. So were you up for any of the awards last night? No, we were an honorable mention for design and the grand prize. Okay. Tim, have you written anything for us yet? Have I what? Have you written anything for us? Oh, no, I don't, I don't have the pen or the paper. Okay, we're about to give you uh, oh, your man. first commission, official commission. This is um, exciting. I'm, yeah. not sure, I'm not sure I really want to, because then I can't say that You've I've never been paid. done it for free before. Well, maybe we, well, we haven't paid you yet. We'll see oh, whether it's just, up to you scratch. You can do what many uh, publications have done in the past. and uh, Promise the money and then... <laughs> oh, dear. I'm not going to name any names. So, I mean, not, not every publication I've written for has promised money. So, Zach, <laughs> what's, uh, what's the best thing you've seen at the show so far? Oh, um, so in the GDC Play section, there's a game called Super Motherload, which is by the X-Gen Studios, the people who did Motherload. And it, is look, it looks fantastic. And I'm a really big fan. I mean, so I, I did a game before Space Chem called Finaminer. And it's a mining game, takes place in a procedurally generated block world. And one of the big inspirations for that was Motherload. And it's really exciting to see that turn into like a full, com- like, you know, coming soon commercial title. It looks fantastic and it looks really fun. Why are mining games so compelling? I, it's because it's, 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 you know, one of the core, the, the core mechanics in a lot of games is risk reward. And mining is the literal embodiment of taking a risk to get rewards. So I guess that's it. That was a much better answer than <laughs> I expected. Because <laughs> it's shiny. I was thinking, you know, maybe we all just want to be miners. Maybe that's. I, I was actually saying that, that that's kind of a. I, I think um, maybe a slight dream for a lot of people who spend all day uh, just thinking, making games, and sitting in an office. You think, oh, the romantic dream of being a miner, going down into a compressed space and possibly dying. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's just me. There's the black lung. Yeah. Yes. I, I, Look I, forward to that. I don't know. So what can we expect next from uh, stuff. you guys? Stuff. Secret stuff. stuff. Secret stuff. We like exclusives. Exciting. Can you give us an exclusive? We, what, we had what, four. What colour is this stuff going to be? Yeah, stuff. Just give us a dominant colour. There's a lot of browns and greys. Browns no. and greys. <laughs> doing Gears of War. <laughs> Could you give us the first letter? A what? Of the first letter of the title. Oh, I. It doesn't. We're not. We actually haven't picked a title yet. Well, should we pick one for yeah. you? Yes. Let's Tell us all about it, <laughs> and then we'll pick it. This is off the record. This is completely off the record. We won't tell well, anyone. In that case, no. You could. You could pick a title. Definitely. Can you call it One Life Left? Maybe. But it might be you, taken. Uh, I think I've, I've heard of something. We've got the name. we've got the dot com domain for that. Okay. You were allowed to sell it, but we don't have the XXX. Okay. So. You can, uh, uh, you know, maybe we can come to some sort of arrangement in Denny's.
We are One Life Left. This is Resonance 104.4 FM. Beautiful chiptune music, and that sound you may have just heard is Martin Hollis coming up to the mic and knocking my headphones. Hi, Martin. Are you having a nice time? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good, thanks. Uh, what, what have you been up to today? Um, what have I, I went to a talk. Really? What talk? Um, can I remember? I don't know yeah, why I'm I so do. surprised that someone at GDC went to a session, <laughs> given that's why we're all here. Well, but. I was kind of... Mm, I'm not sure I've got the stamina, you know, still a bit... Mm, I've been better. It was about Jetpack Joyride. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So what jet- did you learn? What did I learn? I learned that game developers are not good at estimating how long it will take to make a game. How long did they think it would take? He was, he was so jovial and um, he was a really happy-go-lucky uh, kind of guy. That was what he projected. And um, they estimated four weeks and I think it was ten months. <laughs> that is pretty bad maths. Could do better. Yeah, definitely. So what are your plans for the rest of the day, Martin? Uh, I'm going to look at uh, some, some hastily thrown-together talk in uh, room 2020 which is about targeting teen girls how does that make me look (laughs) nice this is for business purposes (laughs) and the business is love well I uh, I'm doing a day a week with Makey Lab and they're they're making these 3D printed dolls Um, they're they're a toys and games video games company uh, that's just starting up um, starting to get some press and some buzz wait a second you stay here I'm grabbing someone go for it sorry carry on Martin Sorry for that interruption. Steve has run away to grab somebody awesome. I don't know who it is, but he's being pulled in this direction as we speak. He's being persuaded, encouraged. Oh, he's coming. Martin, are you going to come back tomorrow and tell us what you've learned about how to target teenage girls? Okay, I'll tell. I'll fill you in about how to target teenage girls or Simon Byron. Can you call me immediately uh, after the talk is over and tell me? I can do, we can do a Skype, you know, I can fill you in on the whole thing, okay? That's Martin Hollis, uh, the man who made Goldeneye and soon to be expert on targeting teenage girls. But we've been joined by a very, very special guest. It's Chris Remo. Hello, Chris. Hello. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Where were you going before uh, Steve leapt up to harass you? I was about to go interview Ed Key, the uh, maker of Proteus. It's okay, Sorry, he's just there. He's going nowhere. <laughs> Don't worry, Chris. I, no, that's fine. But Chris, we were just we were just talking about you uh, with okay. with Cindy from Kickstarter. Hi. Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah, you too. Now we don't have to be well. We'll still meet later. Yes. Meeting here is nice too. Yeah, indeed. Um, don't mind us if you're if you're going to have a meeting. Just you can do it now. This is off the record. No one will know a thing. Sure. Right. So. No, no. Well, we have one fan, and that's you. So, it's fine. So, so Chris, uh, do you have any tips for us on monetizing our show? On monetizing your show, make a Kickstarter. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Oh, okay. Um, we've raised a dollar uh-huh. so far. How much? Well, that's you- that's the first step. You just have to do that about 100,000 times. Okay. 100,000? That was quite hard work getting one dollar. It was really hard. It's taken us six years to get. And we've actually dollar. we've actually already promised the dollar to Tim if he'll write something for us but thankfully he's not so far uh, so your, your kickstart went brilliantly right uh, for Idle Thumbs yeah we were surprised by that it was weird it was so, so were, you, were you serious about it when you sort of, when you started it or like the kickstarter or yeah. the podcast because we did the podcast for no, a long time without making a single penny right. <laughs> ever we, we so. know that feeling I mean we were serious about it in, in the sense of trying to make something good but you know it wasn't until the Kickstarter that we actually thought we'd, anyone would ever give us a dollar for it or and you, more you, of them. you had no idea that it would be, prove to be so successful no 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 no. we, we thought we were going to be begging and scraping for the entire month wow. we really had contingency plans many of them for that to happen I mean it was we were terrified we had a nervous breakdown the day before the Kickstarter began because we were so concerned it was just going to crash and burn so what happens next well, now we just have a lot more of a financial buffer than we thought we were going to to try. We, we, we have ideas for what we want to do with Idle Thumbs going forward, but now we just have a lot more uh, of a, you know, seed money to give us the license to try wackier things. I mean, we can just, we can be a lot more riskier and go off the rails a bit more and not feel as strained in doing so. 
you can have a nicer office. We, we just found an office. We just... Announcing now, uh, <laughs> we just got our application approved for our office. Exclusive. So, yeah. Are you going to have a chandelier? You oh, should have a chandelier. We may have a chandelier, yeah. Okay. Why would we not have that? Exactly, another exclusive. Yeah. Another exclusive. So, what, what, what you, uh, what's the best thing you've seen at the show so far? The best thing I've seen so far? Um, well, that's a good question. Probably, I, I had never seen, actually, Pole Riders, Bennett Foddy's game. Until, I know it's been out for a couple months, but I hadn't actually played it until last night at the... Well, your slash good. wild rumpus yeah, slash good. Venus Patrol. Did event. you have a nice time? Uh, no, it was it was awesome. Uh, that uh, was a great event. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I've got to get going. I'm really sorry, but thank you for um, dropping I'll by. Come by later, good luck. Uh, if I can. Uh, yeah, with the new office and all that. We look yeah, forward thanks. to hearing from you soon. Yeah, thanks a lot. Good to talk to you guys. Take care. Broadcasting still here. About eight minutes of the show left. It's One Life Left live at GDC. Have a very, very special panel. Currently joined by Tim Rogers, by Zach Bath, and by Cindy, whose surname I don't know. Ow. Okay, there we go. So this so, is what, yeah, Tim. We were we were just finalising what you're going to write, and I think the agreement that we uh, came up was that whatever you write, uh, Zach is going to put it on the reverse of his next reprint of business cards. If it's good. Not, not good as in flattering, but okay. hardworthy. I've never played this game. Okay. You, you see the quotes that are on my card. This is my, my game's card. I think those are pretty good. Whoa. You've, quotes on business? Do we have quotes on our business cards? It's not a business card. It's a, it's a card to hand to people. Uh, okay. If, I, if you can hold on to that and give it to somebody who seems really cool when they're... Oh, I'll I, I tell oh. you what. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... You, you, right. you can what we What we're going to do... Is we're going to give this to Martin Hollis, and this evening this will be in the hands of a teenage girl. <laughs> that's pretty good. Thanks. Uh, your quotes say nine out of ten edge. There you go. That's pretty uh, good. The new iOS hotness says IGN, yeah, and one of the best experiences in ages say Destructoid. That's that's not bad, right? I mean, I didn't pick those because I I didn't read any of those reviews. But if you didn't read any of those reviews, how come they're on there? Oh well, I, I didn't make the card. Somebody else did. We did get a nine out of ten in edge. How, how can we get someone else to say nice things about us, make us business cards, well, the and get a 9 out of 10 in edge? Is, uh, he's one of the developers of the game. I see, uh, I he, see. What is the game called, Tim? The game is called Ziggurat, like a, like a Sumerian step pyramid. Of course, of course. We're all, you know. we're all One Life Left, yeah, big Aztecs fans of Sumerian step pyramids. All, all world cultures kind of develop ziggurats around independently. I see. And is it, a, is it a mining game? Is it a what? Is it a mining game? No. Should be. They're very, very big. Basically, we all want to be miners. It's a game about shooting stuff until you scream and die. Is that fair? We all want to be miners, and Martin Hollis wants to meet miners. (laughs) Very good. Anne? Yes. You were given a task yesterday. How are you getting on with that? Um, Tell us what the task was. The task was get the best freebies. Um, So I currently haven't got anything, but I've had an excellent heads up. Okay. Tell Um, us about that. I'm going to get a tablet. No, but you had to go to the session that's on now. Really? No, yeah. they've just got, they're just giving them away at their stand. Is that right? Allegedly. Well, let's go there immediately. Yeah, so this. straight after this, we're going to go and try and get a freebie. A freebie? Yeah, a free tablet. A free tablet. Yeah. Okay, that sounds um, exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I've not been very good at this so far, have okay, I? Okay, you've got a day left. We've got one day left. And there was another there was another task that we set in our preview show, which maybe our uh, panel can help us out with now. 
We wanted to invent a genre. Yes, a new genre. So our task were to get gaming industry luminaries pole dancing. Achieved. Achievement unlocked. If you followed Twitter yesterday, uh, we put some pictures up. Um, okay. Invent a new genre, and then it was something about... Honey trap. We need to honey trap someone. <laughs> we're going to do that tonight. Yeah. So the honey trap thing we're, we're dealing with, but the elephant in the room, guys, is that we have to invent a new genre of video games. And I'll be honest, we're struggling. So we can't do mining? Mining's been done. A little bit, yeah. Opposite of mining. Wait. Oh no! Put burying things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's it. But there hasn't been a game about burying, has there? No, 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 no. We, we just things. invented the bury them up. Yeah. Okay. So what do we do in a burying game? Oh, put things in the ground. The, the corpses <laughs> from all other first-person shooter games. Oh. oh. This is good. Uh, we need an, Tim. Can you write us something about this? About what? Our, our new burying game that we're writing. Burying game about it's burying. A, a first-person burying game. Just, just give us a. a, a, a we can put on our a quote on our card for our game. Um, so, like, well, I was, I, I literally just came up with something that I was going to write. Oh, okay. Okay, do it. Yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, I don't have to do. I can come up with something else. I want you to write both things, and we'll give you a dollar and some, um, okay. some Indonesian money that we got earlier from. That's my Indonesian. <laughs> well, we're going to give it you back. Cindy, do you often have these sort of problems with, with Kickstarter where the money just goes back and forward and some of it's Indonesian and, and, and then a guy doesn't write things for you? Never. Never? Never. Mm. Never. Okay. Okay, right. Well, while Tim writes his final sentence, we'll have one last piece of music and then we'll close the show. left uh, working on the name for our bury em up uh, which we're still struggling with uh, I, 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 we, we've had suggested by Matt he suggested Kadiga which sort of, sort of works but I think we can do better I'm sure there's a, a pun on burying right bury 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 good <laughs> that's actually not bad <laughs> right because <laughs> then we could say we could leave, we're leaving journalists with an opportunity to write things like this game is very good. <laughs> right, we've got uh, Tim's first ever officially commissioned piece of video game writing. Tim, there's your money. All right, I'm taking this down. Do. Uh, and uh, Zach, we have a quote for your business card. It says, hey, I'd play this. Tim Rogers reads Space Chem whilst reading Wikipedia. Excellent. So I should have, I really I want that dollar back. Tim Rogers re- <laughs> Space Chem's Wikipedia entry. Okay. Really? That, yeah, we could change it. You want me that, to rewrite that's, that? That's, no. Well, you, you, you've you, already been paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'd, I'd just run I've been if asked I were to rewrite you. things that I haven't been paid for. So. Okay. Um, I, think, I think that's the end of uh, One Life Left. I think we've, uh, I think we've buried this show, <laughs> <laughs> effectively. Uh, we will be working on the title for our, our Bury em Up. Uh, thank you so much to our guests today, many of whom have left, with good reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> thank you so but much. Some of which who remain. have stayed to the end. Uh, Matt was here right from the beginning uh, and suffered all of this hour-long hour long, uh, broadcast. Cindy, thank you so much for battling through. <laughs> thank you. Get well soon. Thank you for letting me sit here. Yes. Um, and uh, thank you so much for the, the, the burying game. Oh. You're welcome. Um, don't go and steal it because okay. it's really, really, really. <laughs> don't climb our game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Zach Absolutely. who made Space Cam and Tim Rogers who made Ziggurats. Uh, he's done his first ever piece of commissioned writing today. We paid him a dollar for a terrible sentence. I'm going <laughs> to buy one third of a coffee with that. Okay. Uh, we've been One Life Left and we will see you tomorrow.
One Life Left was a production for Resonance 104.4 FM. The executive producer was not Chris Graft.